Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5,000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5,000. Enjoy. And just like that, they buy it. They eat it up. You pander to them, you thank them. I mean, really, people, I thought you were a little bit smarter than that. I mean, it's just so easy wow. to say the name of the city. You cheer. Hey, oh, Stephanie, Stephanie, you. You just cheer. I just, mean, just come on. Welcome to the A Show. Hello and welcome back to the A Show, episode 68 with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. Myself, Justin, and Meals. We're back again, Meals. What's going on? You know, every time you ask me that, I never really know what's going on until. So I kind of just like search my brain of like, what's the first thing that I want to say? And usually it's very weird. But other than that, I mean, I'm pretty good. I just finished we, watching we've been the doing challenge. This, we've been doing this for 68 weeks and you still don't know that I'm going to ask you what's going on? Yeah, but I'm not. I'm never ready. No, I'm never ready. I just watched the challenge. I'm. I'm happy. That get, I think that'll get me amped before the show. Like it's just get. It's got a lot of things, adrenaline flowing, and all this other stuff. So I'm pretty happy about that. Oh, wow. Um, Does the challenge really get have you like ready to to beat somebody's ass? No, not beat somebody's ass. Maybe like, I don't know. So depends. Some days. Some days. Um. I do. I will say. I will say. I did not strike out on Ticket. I mean, I kind of struck out on Ticketmaster today, but I didn't strike out on Ticketmaster. So that the WrestleMania access tickets. Dope. Uh, I we originally planned for VIP. Mm-hmm. It was gone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I'm gonna be you know general admission WrestleMania access. So if you guys see me out there, I will be there. Um, also, the cohort, you know Jamal. Jamal, yes. who, yeah, he will also be there. So we will be there. Shout going. out to Jamal. So shout out to him. And yeah, WrestleMania access. Um, I think the Miz will be there the day that I'm there. So I'm very excited. Uh, I'm very excited. In, anyway, uh, I hope it's just not VIP only. That would be very. That would hurt my feelings actually. You'll probably see him, you know, when he's leaving. Getting. I'm not trying his. to see him from afar and take pictures of like hacksaw Jim Duggan or something. I want to see the Miz. What the fuck. Whatever. Uh, we'll, we'll have a lot to talk about with the Miz. Bailey and uh, Sasha will also be there. So. Oh, that's dope. That's yeah, dope. that's that's dope. Come on, the Miz will also be there. By the way, I'm just letting you know. 
Nah, that's not as dope. But um, get a drop. That's all I gotta ask. Just get a drop. Listen, all right. So uh, let me let me say this. If you walked up to Bailey and Sasha, do you think you would have a better experience than if you had met the Miz? Be completely honest. And not that that's not throwing shots. It's just like who would you feel like would give you the better reaction, Bailey or Sasha? I'm gonna put Sasha in bold and in italics. <laughs> or the Miz. I think the Miz would give us a great drop. Okay. Yeah. I think he would. I think he's he very industry. He kind of knows what's going on. Yeah, he knows what's going on. He knows how we gotta pay the bills. Right. If we had to pay the bills with this. Sasha <laughs> would definitely be like, what's this drop for? Your little wrestling show? Okay. Um Carmella would Carmella would put on for the for the squad. Oh for real. Easily, easily. And listen, Carmella, fantastic. I mean, the career, the career, her look, everything like that has just been incredible the last couple of weeks. So shout out to Carmella. Yeah, shout um, out to her. I, I love, love Carmella. You know, come around, come around on it. She, she's one of my favorite acts. Uh, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But yes, uh, WrestleMania Access is happening. And, th- and that is fucking awesome. Uh, we are we are knee deep into the uh, beginning of the road to WrestleMania uh, on the A show this week. And we're gonna run down all the happenings uh, with our. This is this is this something that you just came up with this week? Uh, the AEW watch is this gonna be a weekly? No, thing? we came up. We came up with that last week. Oh is shit, crazy? We, did, we did. We did. You're right. It was right. AEW watch last week. We had You're Dean. Right. We had Ronda. We had uh, we had a couple of other folks. Listen, the AEW watch list it just grows. It doesn't. It just doesn't stop. It doesn't. The the talkings doesn't stop. AEW has a bunch of money that they're willing to. You know. You know, steal WWE superstars away from their contracts. I mean, isn't isn't this always the case on a weekly basis? Ever since true. the announcement, this is true. This is true. Early uh, this year. So this week on our AEW watch, <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. Uh, Rusev and Lana are, and this is like a common theme. You know, every every week since the first of January, that this is this type of shit happens. Yes. Uh, Rusev and Lana are making some noise on. Uh, Basically through through the newswire, there was an interview that they did. Uh, with Lillian and Garcia. Lillian, yes, where uh, Rusev basically put on the poor face and said, "You know, I wish I could be champion. They're just not utilizing me enough. They're not doing enough with me." And Lana, you know, went on to say, you know, stuff like, "You know, Rusev has dropped a lot of pounds and he's he's changed his whole character." And you know, they're still looking. Over, you know, they're still looking over him, and they, and they they feel like they're not being utilized. They're not very happy in in their positions right now. Uh, as Rusev goes into a tag team with a actual star, uh, in Shinsuke oh, wow. Nakamura. Okay, wow. Well, let's be real. Let's be real. You look at his fortunes last year. He was in a tag team with Aiden English, a guy who now is a commentator. Now this year he's I mean, in a tag you team. Get it how you can. I mean, I'm, I'm I can't. You he's know. in a tag team. Can't knock him for that, man. You, you know. love you some Aiden English, but uh, he's, I don't. All right, <laughs> he's in a tag team now with Shinsuke Nakamura, who won the Royal Rumble, U.S. Okay. champion two times, uh, and is actually a star and gets reactions and gets booed. Oh my God, Rusev Day. Hello. Wait, this is the whole premise of their actual argument was that Rusev Day was a huge thing and, and well, they feel like it wasn't capitalized on at the period it was supposed to be. And then it you know of, why it wasn't? You know why it wasn't? Because I don't think the higher ups ever saw it in Aiden. That's the thing. That's literally it. 
but it's Rusev Day. You know what I'm saying? No, it's not. Like, here's the thing. You can love it all you want. And that's cool. I like Rusev Day as well. But that act to me had an expiration date. And I'm glad that they didn't really try and stretch it for that long. They tried everything with it. They did the, they did the heel thing. They turned him face when it was, t- you know, a little bit later than I thought I probably would have. But there was an expiration date to that angle, man. Like, you, you weren't going to have, if you're not behind somebody, even in ring. Like, have you ever been behind in English in ring? It's like no, exactly, and it's like if you're if you don't have that much behind him, why would you have them potentially take a title or have a title or something like that? You'd put him beside somebody that you see something in, see if he works out with the star, and have that star make him a bigger star. And I think well, that's what they're doing. Well, you know what? I, I think a lot of the conversation we're having is regarding Aiden English when he wasn't really truly. I mean, he was mentioned in the interview, but the the. <laughs> You know, the disdain with that Rusev and Lana having or is that they seem to be trying a lot and they seem to be putting a lot into different things and they don't feel like it's being, you know, reciprocated back, which is, you know what, it's a fair feeling to have. I feel like everybody has it at their respective jobs. Yeah. Um, I do feel like. I feel like. You know, I feel like Rusev. To be honest. I'm just be completely honest, and I love Rusev. Rusev is probably in the place now that he probably should be. Mm-hmm. Um, the in terms of just taking it to the next level, I do think he can take it to the next level, and I do think that there is a possibility. At, at some point, I feel like in you know 2014, 2015, we all believe that oh man, Rusev is a possibility to be you know even champion. He was going under. He was undefeated. Um, he was going up against these guys. He had, you know, some beef for Roman. He had a f- matches with Cena. His trajectory just said, you know, it's c- continuing to go up. But, you know, I feel, I, I, you know what? I give him a lot of credit for doing the things that he's done to, you know, try to continue to stay relevant in this business. But, mm-hmm. yeah, he's kind of, I get it. I get it. There's a ceiling to his act. And as a face, he did cut a couple, like, you know, the past couple of months, he cut a couple really good promos, in my opinion. I, I thought they were good. They just weren't like, to me, like, Rusev's funny. He's funny. But if it was time for him to do a serious promo, like he tried to do when him and Nakamura were going to have the U.S. title match before uh, for, or after Christmas, mm-hmm. it, it came off flat to me. Right. And it was like. I can't have like the lovable oaf. I don't think that's a character that they want to push to be a WWE champion. Well, do you think they would have any success? And this is the AEW watch. Would they have success outside of WWE, namely even AEW? On the indies, Uh, probably not. Uh, On AEW, probably. Because AEW is one thing AEW is lacking is characters that uh, don't play to the back of 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 the room, if you will. Right. I think Rusev is definitely a big picture arena type talent that knows how to work a style that gets fans from the front to the back invested. And it's not all flippy shit. I think they do well in AEW if they want to go. Like and I said this when, when they, when we talked about it before, like if he wants to go, go ahead, buddy. Like <laughs> that's my thing. Next, call the next man up. Listen, I'm all for Rusev. I love Rusev. I, I, I love what he offers. If he I- left, I don't think it'd be a big deal. No, it wouldn't be a big deal. But I still love I, I would rather him here than not here. You know what I'm saying? But that's sure, just yeah, selfish yeah. for me because I probably don't watch enough outside. No, I, I agree. I, I well here's my thing. I, I agree that I would like him there because I do think that they here's the thing, there's a bunch of people, and we're gonna get to more people here, and we're actually gonna get to people that are big time talents. But mm-hmm. there are a bunch of people here 
that fulfill, like you said, fulfill a, a role in the company that they just need. So what you like, you, you can't, not everyone's going to be the champion, you know, right. they need mid card guys. Rusev being an upper mid mid card guy and, and helping guys along. What's wrong with that? I agree. Prince, Prince Albert was that for a really long time. All right. Well, Prince Albert is another layer of, he got better when he got back. Well, yeah, I mean, he's kind of, I'm just putting him on the level of Rusev. I'm not putting him on the level of Rusev. I'm saying guys like that. They need guys like that. They need a godfather, rather, who's a character. Who's a character. 100%. But you never see them anything beyond. No one ever pondered, damn, godfather should be champ. Why is he not? You know, he's out there with the hoes every week and he's getting these big reactions like he should be champion. Like no one ever ponders that. So I, I get what you're saying. I get yeah. I, I came around in your argument for Rusev and Lana, even though I was, you know, initially against it because, you know, I love Rusev. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, next up on the AEW watch, uh, the, un- <laughs> the Undertaker has been taking bookings. He's he taken away all of the WWE references out of his profile. Well, actually, he- it was it was it was end up they ended up find out that he never had WWE references in his profile. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I, I read that. I read that he did. But uh, I heard he didn't. But well, I, I'll take your word for it. Um, he's putting his his booking info and in Instagram stories like an Instagram honey. Yeah, <laughs> that's my that's my thing. And he's still going by the Undertaker. <laughs> that's okay. You think they're gonna let you use that name? <laughs> I'm sure. You know what? I'm sure they. I'm sure he was like. I don't think it's something like the recent. I think mostly after WCW went under. They started like really trademarking guys' names, but I don't think they would trademark the Undertaker's name. Like Stone Cold was still Stone Cold, you know. The Rock is still The Rock. Undertaker is still going to be Undertaker, but the fact that he's going around like a, like yeah, you said like an Instagram honey. The man is just. First of all, have you seen his Twitter? It's terrible. It's terrible. The man is terrible at tweeting, but you know, you, you can you can you can officially book the Undertaker, Undertaker at getengagemedia.com. And you know, uh, what, yeah, what, what are we booking? What are we booking Taker for? Uh, let's book him I, for the I, show. I guess, yeah, we can. <laughs> yeah, you think that you think <laughs> let's book him for the show. So, uh, Taker, uh, I thought about kneeling for the flag. You'll <laughs> 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 call me the N word so quick. Are you so, serious? Well, well, do you think his WWE career is over? Uh, with this, uh, this, you know, he's taking bookings now. He doesn't seem to even be like in the mix for WrestleMania this year. Good, great, awesome. See ya. <laughs> like, I here's, here's the thing: I'm all for people like him getting the fuck out of here. I will not. I'm not gonna cry for that. You can trot him out a couple of times. You know, Undertaker still legacy act. If Undertaker he pops up, means he still means something. If he pops up in AEW, bro. Oof. I will laugh. That's a, that's an act that with only, the smoke machine. Come on, that's an act that only plays well in the WWE. Oh yeah, easily. Him getting super kicked by the Young Bucks, career, <laughs> career over, Hall of Fame. He's in my what? He's, he's like maybe in my top ten, honestly. Oh yeah, yeah. He's top twenty after that. Maybe top thirty if I ever see some shit like that. that that's just some shit where it's like. If you show up and Kenny Omega is fucking doing some anime bullshit around you, nah, buddy, you're top thirty at that point. Sorry, oh buddy, you're, go- you're down. So if a, if, if a little Joey Janela action with the Undertaker, here's my thing: how much more money does this does this old motherfucker need? Because oh, I know okay. they, I know oh, they, pay, I 
I'm saying I know they pay him every year. Oh, he's get he's paid. He's well off. He's solidified. He's made. He's done. He's good. Like the last time I heard, like somewhere in the like early 2010s or like in the mid 2000s, he was investing in real estate. I have no idea what he's doing with that, but I'm sh- I'm assuming he's good. Okay, I'm assuming. I'm, I'm I mean- assuming. I, I just don't think that he, here's one. This is one guy that I don't think is going to AEW because I'm pretty sure his loyalty to Vince is way larger than his loyalty to Cody fucking Rhodes. So I'll say that much. This is true. Or loyalty to the bank. Yeah. Uh, Vince will, yeah, I don't think that's even a problem. Uh, uh, Ric Flair would join AEW if, he, if we weren't celebrating his birthday in apparently three weeks. Yeah, no, that's that's angle too. We're gonna get to that. That's angle. Okay. Uh, Randy Orton has been thrown into rumors of, of his willingness to speak to AEW. I, I mean, I think we can skip right past this one. Randy's not going anywhere. Are you sure? He's on his way. Here's my thing. He's already like kind of on his way out anyway. I don't even think he's on his way out. I think he wants even a lighter schedule. <laughs> I think he wants. Here's the thing. I, I, I think he's that. Still- in but like a lighter schedule i think he like, wants a lighter schedule and more money i think this is just leverage to me this this read to me is leverage mm. even with reports of them doubling people's salaries this this was clearly leverage him why would you say that backstage you know what we need in the wrestling business a what? an adrian adrian wojanowski and a woj a woj bomb something it's like me. that i'll do it you do it yeah i'll you, do it we have the little discussions. Randy Orton has signed a four-year, th- you know, $360,000 deal. To- I'll do it. I'll do it. Literally. Listen, we need that. We need that in professional wrestling. We need the scoops. Randy Orton's is cap. His is cap. I, I, I'm not even I'm not even entertaining that shit. That's, that was the useless AEW news of the week. Uh, running down this list, again, we have – this is what I do want to speak about. The Usos have not re-signed uh, – their contracts, mm. their, their contracts are due in April and they have not resigned. There's a big concern that they will not resign. Um, and I would assume that this is probably the beginning of the, uh, you know, beginning of the negotiation phase. If they've given them their offer, they probably looked at the offer and was like, we'll, we'll let them sit on it. Um, the Usos could very well be leaving. Yeah, I could see it. I, and here's my thing. I'm worried about that. I am actually because here's my I don't think they're unhappy. I don't think they're unhappy. I think they want to they want to wrestle people like the young bucks before they're too old. Right. Because they're they're 33 years old. I mean, they're they've been on the WWE roster for the last decade, but they're still like four, five, six years younger than a lot of the top acts. Right. Like they, they, they're seasoned. They, at this point, they, you know, perfected what they actually do in the ring. Um, they're arguably top five tag team of, yeah. of this era, like, or, or maybe even overall. I mean, if we want to get into it, there's a, there's a bigger list that we can include the Usos on, but um, I could see them just deciding like, listen, we want to take our talents worldwide. Like if, you know, seeing how much money that the bucks, you know, get and 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 but a lot of the bucks is like appeal they have a lot of good marketing and they have got a lot of good like merchandise and like the, the cool factor that goes to it i don't know if that's the same with the usos um, yeah I, I i i absolutely agree i mean they've been in this system forever mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like they've they've they know they've known nothing but the wwe system right and it would this would this would hurt me 
I'll say, I'll say it right now. This would hurt me. I really enjoy what the Usos have been doing. But I think that that's a talent like Rusev that is wherever they go, they're immediately the top team there. Oh, yeah. Immediately. And yeah. I think, if anything, this makes their Hall of Fame case even better if they do that. And I think they know, like, not that they care about Hall of Fame case, but like they know that their stature is even bigger if they do that. You know? Right. I mean, qu- quite frankly, the Usos has faced everybody at least three times over. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, They're not going to Orlando. No. And, and, so. <laughs> and the thing is, even from Orlando, the, the new tag teams that are coming up, I don't even think they're even a, there, there's no like dream matchups unless you're talking maybe Undisputed, Undisputed Era. Undisputed Era. Undisputed but there's era. really no like dream matchups where it's like, oh, I can't wait to work with those guys. It's like. And it's, but it's, and it's also like, how long, they, how long are they supposed to wait for that? And, and and to be honest, it's like chances are undisputed era they'll still be there if the Usos ever decide to come back. Absolutely, yeah, like, they'll still be there. So I think you know what, uh, this it, is our first valid AEW watch rumor. Yeah, I, I think so as well. It reminds me of when the Dudleys left the WWE a long time ago, just to like WWE was all they know, and, w, and the Dudleys had become stale like four times over during their run, like. You you can't like go nine months without the Dudley Boys becoming stale, and then they decided, listen, let's go to you know IWGP and and and, and TNA and and ECW ROH, a lot of different things, and they you know extended their brand, they extended their reach, they became arguably one of the greatest tag teams mm-hmm. of all time, mm-hmm. and I could see this for the Usos, quite frankly. Absolutely, uh, it, like I said, it would hurt me. Yeah. But the Usos, if that's what they got to do, I don't. It's, here's the thing with them: I don't think it's about the money. I think right. it's really about fulfilling themselves, and much in the way that Dean Ambrose was probably going to fulfill himself if he when he leaves WWE in April. But like, there's going to be a huge changing of the guard as right. we go into after WrestleMania, and it's going to be huge. Right. Um, or it could be about the money. It could be about the money. Who knows? Uh, what, I mean, how much you think they if they're turning down the contract, it can't be about the money because you already know WWE handing out bags right now. Yeah, but you know, maybe the bag is not big enough for you know ten they, years on the what, roster. What the fuck are they supposed to be making? Money, bro. Come on, they barely don't even be on the TV. They on right. TV. They're out here rapping. You saw them um, last week. All right, all right. All right. Uh, last thing, uh, our good friend Kazim has left the WWE. He announced it uh, this week. It's AEW in his future. Uh, I wasn't even gonna. I wasn't even gonna say that. Uh, <laughs> We gotta have Kaz on the show. Uh, I think we can we can officially. I think this is this. You just put this here to have a larger conversation about it. But um, we gotta have Kaz on the show. Uh, right. Kaz, a huge reason why he couldn't be on the show before. Um, we, even though he was, he is a huge supporter of the show. He loves the show. Um, the only reason he couldn't do it is because of working for the WWE, he right. could not be on podcasts that they did not sanction him for. Um, I he's already said he's down to come on the show and talk. So uh, that's definitely that's something that's in his future. Uh, as far as AEW, um, maybe maybe they've reached out to him. Uh, I, if I uh, could, maybe, uh, maybe but uh, 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 but they're not the only ones. I'll say that ooh, much. Okay, all right. All and this right. is just a, this is a scoop. Ooh. that you know. But okay. but he's not he's not settled. Like this is a guy that he does so many different things. Like. Kaz is one of the hardest working people I know. And right. he does so many things like there could be, you know, a million offers from let's say an impact or something like that. And mm-hmm. he take it into account. And, and, you know, this is something that's not, he's not going to choose right away. You know, just 
but they're calling everybody, you know, so it's not surprised that they're going to call Kaz, but Kaz okay. is a, a huge, 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 huge supporter and a, a really great ally. And he was, he was behind the scenes for us. And a lot of this, the, um, some of the, our, our favorite segments of the past couple months he's been involved in and, you know, excellent writer there. They're, they're, they're losing somebody that really, really had the, his finger on the pulse of, of things, but you know, the machine goes on. Yeah. And it just felt good, I think, for a while to know that we had somebody, um, that we had somebody in there, you know, right. and had somebody that and was fighting for us. Done and, and, and it's something that, you know, a fresh voice and a lot of, you know, I think a lot of TV benefited from it, from, these, right. you know, these ideas. And right. it, it is ju- not just him. Obviously, it's not just him. But, you know, you knew. I think you knew. Like, if you know him and you've followed him on the timeline for a number of years and know he's a professional wrestling fan, and you knew what he contributed to and what he didn't contribute to and, and making characters and wrestlers and all these other people sound as good and present them in a certain way that was just cool. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but congratulations. Yeah. To yeah. yeah. Godspeed uh, or whatever he has has coming up. But, you know, I, I asked him, I said, are you good? He was like, yeah, it was time. And I was like, all right. So, and that's all I needed to hear. You know, I didn't need to hear anything else. So I'm pretty sure he'll tell his story about uh, his departure on his time. Uh, I don't think, I don't think it'll be on this show, but I would really love to talk to him about just specific things on the A show. So expect that in the near future, uh, Kaz uh, and the A show uh, coming, coming back together uh, for the first time, actually. So yeah, yeah back for the first time. Shout out to that. Okay. Let, let's run through uh, No Holds Bar really, really quick and just get to the shows. Uh, did you watch Halftime Heat on Sunday? Of course. Sunday? What? Was what? I watching the other thing? No. <laughs> what, a, what a great match that was. I went four, a, I went four and a quarter on it. What a great presentation just in general. I mean, you know, we, we wondered who, you know, how would they put this down? Would this be taped before? Would it end up live? I think it was relatively live, if not maybe even taped. But it was on that same day. Um WWE held an open, you know, Super Bowl watch party for fans, you know, to come into the PC and watch the Super Bowl. And Mm -hmm. at at halftime, they set up the show and just the presentation of it all and just the superstars that are involved. You really have a roster on NXT. And that's kind of what they really showed us. It's just like this is a snapshot of this era in NXT. And quite frankly, it rivals the initial era of NXT, you know, with the Sami Zayn, Adrian Neville, you know, Finn Balor, Hideo Itami, Kevin Owens, you know, Tyler Breeze, a lot of different things where they had a lot of different characters who contributed a lot to the show. To me, this halftime heat was really a snapshot of the future of the WWE and also a snapshot of just how great NXT has become over the last year and a half. Yeah, you take away take away the storylines, you know, that we aren't super huge fans of right now. It's just talent. You know, it, yeah. you you look at, at those six guys and this is just the nucleus of the male talent here, you know, like just not even touching the female yet. Um it's just immeasurable how much right. how many people are down there and I actually optioned or said this like for NXT, I really feel like people like Gargano and Champa Maybe don't call them up. Maybe just have them go to UK or something, or have them go to another place and and build that or help build that brand or something like that. Like some this, like NXT is becoming such a brand that call ups maybe aren't gonna be the end game for these people anymore. You know? All right. I think you know Fox Sports Steel coming up. A lot of different things. Um, I think 
NXT just being its own brand and establishing its own top tier talent. I mean, those guys could, if, if they chose to really just stay there and just be and just run NXT, they could. Now, mm-hmm. I do think all of them have main roster dreams, obviously. Like, you know, Velveteen Dream can't still stop saying, Vince, look at me. But mm-hmm. it's a. Uh, Man, Halftime Heat was just a great presentation. It was a fantastic match. It got everyone out their seats. Um, it, it, it delivered in so many different ways with different callbacks to different things and just presenting these six superstars in just an incredible you know, way. I, I loved all the NXT guys in the crowd supporting their peoples. Yeah, um, I, I love it. It just feels like a community and a family there. Like, Lord knows how long that'll last as it kind of looks like they're really pushing these guys to become the third brand there. Yeah. But I, I really, really love the fact that it just feels like a real family there and right. we all support each other. Yeah. I mean, halftime heat. It's on the full match is on WWE's YouTube channel right now. So if you want to go check it out, go check it out in all of its glory. Shout out to Velveteen Dream. Shout out to Ricochet. Uh, shout out to, um, Alistair Black, shout out to Adam Cole and, and, and Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. You guys really killed it in that match. And I know they know they killed it, but, you know, just got to say. I mean, it. have you heard the promo that Alistair cut? I was like, this, oh, yeah. is one of, this is one of the best promos of the year already. It's a, it's a moment. That's yeah. what I'll say. It, it, it was part of a moment. It's a shame that it's, you know, it's on .com. But when I look back and you probably, you know, see like, career retrospectives i think this will be part of it like because nxt they're really living in a major moment right now um next up on the on the slate sasha banks is not fully cleared to wrestle um according to wrestling observer uh newsletter she was physical on raw but they have not cleared her as of yet and she has not been physical since her match with ronda rousey and my thing is this i think i've even brought this up before how come whenever she has a big match she don't ever be on like you remember the, her matches with Charlotte when she would lose? Yeah. She would she would disappear for thirty days and be back. Yeah. Is it? Do you think this is like a? It's because of her style, like, or do you think this is like something like way like like bigger that, that's going on with her when she has these big matches? I think you know. I think a lot of it's because of her style. She really goes balls to the wall. I think it's a recurring injury for me. That's what I think because it's something that, I mean, you know. It's got to be her back. It's got to be her back or something. Yeah, it's something recurring because it, it's something where she's having these major matches and she's having to be out. Like, I remember even, you know, she was banged up after her match with Bailey in Brooklyn and she had limited time in a SummerSlam match the day after. And then the next year it was, you know, against Charlotte and she was banged up a little bit after that and all this other stuff. To me, her style is just very reckless in her body. It doesn't, it's not built for that type of damage that she does to it. A lot of athletes tend to bulk up. I know that, you know, Bailey, for instance, Bailey's someone who does CrossFit and she's a little bit bulkier, so she doesn't sustain as many injuries as Sasha does. But Sasha's body isn't meant to go through, you know, all these suicide dives and these top rope, you know, drivers and all these other type of things. Like, it's, it's going to break down sooner than later. She really needs to at least at this point of her career. And I know she's trying to prove a point. And I think that's really what it is. I think a lot of this, as much as it's a physical, you know, toll on her body, a lot of where everything comes from is very mental for her because she generally wants to prove that she's the best. And she generally believes that she's the best and she wants to put on these incredible matches. But at some point you need to be able to preserve your body and need superstars, you know, WWE guys tend to make that turn where they're just like for longevity wise, if I still want to be making money when I'm 38, um, I need to, 
you know, do smarter things in the ring. Even Daniel Bryan, for instance, Daniel Bryan isn't as crazy as he was before. It would be wild if he was as crazy as he was before, but he and just isn't. And a lot of that's because he's a heel and that al- allows him to not do like topes and shit like that anymore. Yeah. So he doesn't have to, but Sasha just really like concerns. It really concerns me that like every single like big match she has, she is literally like, and she's in the elimination gone. chamber. And, and, and that's and what I'm saying. And, and that's what I was going to say. Like, Ta- like the tag team championships, they're gonna have to defend that probably on both shows. Yeah, big matches uh, against the Iconics, so I'm pretty sure she'll be fine at the day after. But uh, you know, <laughs> it should. Be, I don't know. I, I I can I get concerned about her. I'm also don't think people should be concerned about Seth Rollins, who wasn't on the show on Monday, and he hasn't been cleared to wrestle either. They're both uh, both having some nagging uh, injuries. They've taken Seth completely off. Uh, I think that's a good idea. Because you need to preserve him because I'm pretty sure Brock's going to be whooping his ass pretty much all the way up to April. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. I mean, those six at fives ain't look pretty. I'll be honest with that. No, so. they look like they hurt. Dog. Yeah, so um, it's a good idea to keep him off the show. Um, I'm not mad at it. You know, I think do I, I think Raw, you know, lacked Seth Rollins. I'll say that. Um, I will say, yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, I'm not mad at it. I think, you know, especially during WrestleMania season, there was, remember that one year where everyone was just getting injured right before Mania? And even yeah. Seth himself, <laughs> even Seth himself, he, you know, he, he came back from injury and almost lost it once again before his big match against Triple H. Like, it was crazy. Like, they need to be able to preserve these guys. And I think we're going to see the schedule for this, for these sort of top tier, you know, matches get a little bit lighter as we go on. I, I just really hope Sasha's okay. I'll say that much. She, yeah, she, I hope so too. It's supposed to be her year. I will say that much. It's supposed to be her year. Um, next up on the slate, uh, what do we have here? All right. So SmackDown Live. Is, <laughs> and I hit you up immediately after this news came out. <laughs> I mean, uh, we, we, we always knew. I think we had this discussion on the show. or had Yeah, but, in, but today it was like... Today it was crystallized and real that we would have to have this conversation like immediately. But uh, SmackDown Live on, on Fridays uh, is going to be live, but apparently it's going to be a short term deal. Not sure really the length or what that's supposed to mean, because I think that if it's a ratings hit meals, I think they're going to keep it live. And if it kind of goes down to like the 2.0, 2.1 type stuff that they usually do, they're probably going to have it taped again. But I, uh, no, I think it's more so. SmackDown Live short-term deal on Fridays is because Friday's a terrible day. <laughs> it just is. Like, you know, as much as I love professional wrestling, I also love Friday. Um, <laughs> so it, it, it's a little bit hard to be able to balance both. And as uh, SmackDown Live could be as live as, as it could be on Fridays. And I'm sure a lot of things will be flowing on my timeline and I'll be wishing that I'm home. But SmackDown Live on Fridays, it just can't stick. I think the short-term deal is that they're going to try to find another day for it, which they should, but probably with, you know, Fox's current lineup and everything like that, they can't make that, you know, switch as soon as they'd like, especially mm-hmm. with live sports and stuff like that. They're trying to figure out all the schedules, something. Worst thing that, you know, would happen is they acquire another live sport and we get preempted SmackDown or something like that. Like, I think that's the last thing they want. So I think they kept it safe on Friday, but I do think they need to move that from Friday. Like, even for our podcasting schedule, it just doesn't work out. Like, it's just... it's Yeah. It just, um, 
I hit you up immediately after this and I said, bro, what are we going to do? And I said, like, what if we have two shows a week? And you were like, I'm not giving these motherfuckers two days of my <laughs> I said, I wish you could see my face right now. That's specifically what I said. Um, but, well, I mean, it was it was an idea, but I think that we I think we came up with a with a good uh, day. I don't think we're going to announce it yet, but I think we came no. up with a good day to, to do the A show. Uh, you know, for the at, at that moment at that time, yes, for sure, yes. So, you know, stick with us through the rest of the year, and you will also find out what we do with the A show when SmackDown goes live on Fridays and. People just aren't watching as much. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and lastly, on on the host bar, I mean, in news that we always knew and we it was coming, so no one should be upset or be surprised. There we go. Uh, WWE, different. Surprise, yeah. No, don't be surprised. WWE is going back to Saudi Arabia. Oh my God, it's happening. May third. Uh, May third, they are back. Um, I mean, not much. Not much information given here. Uh, I'm not sure if it's going to be a redo of the or, or a sequel to the Greatest World Rumble. We just know they're going back. So, um, hey, you know, get your get your petitions ready. I don't think I'll be watching that show. I don't think Mills will be watching that show either. So that's, I think that's they're pretty- going to. You know what? Judging by the date of the show, it's a little bit further back than the other show. It might replace Backlash. I'm not sure. Um, I'm Hold saying on. that squarely because it's the same date as what Backlash was last year. Um, it, well, I, let me. I'm looking at the schedule right now. Yeah, I'm looking at the schedule right now. Only things they have, and this is as of two months ago. The only thing they have penciled in right now is WrestleMania on the seventh in in August, SummerSlam 2019. Yeah. So I, I think it has a potential to even replace Backlash in terms of just like that show because them having two shows six days apart was stupid. Whoa, actually, how crazy is it that they've announced literally nothing about anything past WrestleMania all the way up to SummerSlam right now? Yeah. There's, there's nothing announced. So we don't even really know what, what's going on. But I will say that I love that whatever's happening in Saudi Arabia is not happening the same week of WrestleMania like it, like it happened last year. Yeah, it it was kind of a lot. Or not, was, or not the same week, but the same month. Same, same month. It happened the same month. It happened like six days before Backlash. It was kind of, it was just a lot. It was just a lot. The Greatest Royal Rumble was April 27th. Um, Backlash was May 6th. May 6th yeah. And it was just like. It was a clusterfuck. Yeah, it, it really was. I mean, there's, I mean, they could have swapped the shows and now Backlash will maybe be in April. Who knows? Which would honestly probably be the smarter idea. Um so who knows? But, you know, WWE is going back to Saudi Arabia in May. Who knows what we'll get? Um, Seth Rollins defending the Universal Championship in Saudi Arabia against Brock Lesnar. Again, he's going to win. Saudi's <laughs> <laughs> going Brock. They love Brock, Brock, though. Brock. They yeah, love listen, Brock. We listen. Saudi's uh, pay for Brock. Brock, man. So uh, let's let's run into Raw and SmackDown. Raw and SmackDown this week, very Becky Lynch heavy um, shows. I don't think there's any question when I watch these um, when I watch these two shows. I don't think there's any question what's closing the show. Uh, oh, yeah, Mania. No, no way. Yeah, Come I don't on. think there's I don't think there's a there's a single question in, in my mind what's going to close that show. Uh, Becky Lynch though on Raw uh, started off comes comes out to the show, opens the show, uh, has a standoff with with Stephanie McMahon, who I guess we're running with the. 
the doctor angle where Becky Lynch now won't go to the doctor because she go does not the doctor Becky. Come on. Because she, she doesn't trust what the doctor said because they properly diagnosed her four <laughs> months ago. I, I'm lost. <laughs> I'm lost. Oh, here's my thing. I'll say this right now. Love Becky. Love the character. I do not like the storyline at all. I'm not no, a fan. It, it doesn't make sense. It, it makes, makes no sense, sense from the standpoint of, all right. So story wise, it and, makes yeah, sense. And, and here's my thing. People are like, well, there's nine months till the, till the, till the sh- or nine weeks to the show. That's not my issue with it. My issue with it is like her, not the, the McMahon doctors weren't, didn't, or whatever she thinks they are. They didn't misdiagnose her. It's, it's putting a weakness on her that I don't feel like is, should be there. Like, I feel like, like, it just doesn't make sense that she just wouldn't do it. I, like, it, I, yeah, to me, that's what it, it, it doesn't make sense as an athlete. You wouldn't go see a doctor in terms of how to, recover from an injury that it's also not sense. good it's also to me not good to like to tell kids <laughs> like yeah. don't go to the fucking doctor kid now and i know I'm i'll be honest out. with you i'll be honest with you I haven't gone to the doctor in like four years you're tripping <laughs> i'm wilding you're um you're I'm really super tripping. wilding um, i go to the doctor every year I, I went to the dentist um no, wait, I, I go to the dentist a lot as you already know <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah of course but yes um Doctor, haven't gone in four years. I so I, I I understand Becky where she's coming from. Maybe she was what's that doctor you were talking about on the timeline? What doc? What do you mean? What doctor? The doctor, the, the, the what's his hot dog guy? Oh Yada. Yeah, <laughs> she's, on her Yada she, she, she's on her whole her holistic medicine shit. <laughs> Listen, I just well, here's my thing. Like as a as a storyline to push this forward for nine weeks it's like I, I feel like people are very short-sighted and saying oh there's nine weeks to the show i'm like duh you idiot like you can't have her like beat everybody all the way up right. to that you gotta have you gotta have her actually have some anti-establishment stuff and possibly turn ronda heel in the in the interim you know with that happening but you know it's the beginning of the storyline but i will say right now it's it it honestly did annoy me even when it got the smackdown it, it annoyed me because it, it made it didn't make to me, Becky looked badass. It made her look very like just indignant and pretentious and yeah. not really somebody that I would root for. Like so, for that. I, I found myself rooting for Stephanie and Triple H. So to me, it's the fact that and I and I liked what they did on SmackDown. And I think we can just tie both of these Becky segments together at this point because it, it was kind of a similar thing. But to me, it was trying to, I think they're trying to place that doubt in Becky. Um, to sort of build, you know, that she's kind of coming from under and and, and a different type of story because the the last time Becky went to the doctor, she was not clear to have this match and she could not face Ronda. And I think they're they're saying that's her kind of underlying fear is -hmm. that she goes to the doctor, she finds out her injury is way worse than it actually is and she can't go at WrestleMania after not being able to go with Survivor Series, really having to give everything up and then having to build back towards everything again. I think that's what they're trying to think as her fear. And I think Triple H's promo kind of leaned in a lot more towards that than Stephanie than the Stephanie promo on Monday because you know Triple H went all first first on that one, man. He, he really he listen, he heated her ass up. I don't care. Yeah. Like the, the slap to me, Triple H did a great job. I will say that much. He did yes. a great job in, in selling the slap and, and and just really selling her character. But to me, it I was just really annoyed by Becky. Don't yeah. put me, don't lump me in the people that are against her. I love Becky a lot. I just think that having her one, not say anything there was kind of 
Like, uh and I, I know we're crossing into SmackDown, but these these kind of these two segments kind of go. Yeah, they're, 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 it's a, it's they're a, part it's, one and a part two. It's Becky's, you know, it's our Becky, Becky talk or something like yeah, that. Yeah, of the week. But it, it's like having her just sit there and just smile and take it. I just felt like that made her look kind of weak. Also, or it's like she didn't even. We need to just. I think she needs to distill. I don't know if it's distill doubt in herself because it would kind of ruin the lure of the character that she's going on, which is this kind of anti-establishment thing, but. To me, it's not yet. I agree with you that it's not quite making sense yet. Like, yeah. none of this kind of makes sense. Like, from my explanation, I could see why she's going with that. But with that, you have to present doubt in Becky. And Becky currently has no doubt um, in her mind. I mean, mm-hmm. she's, she's still kind of moving steadfast and stead forward with this thing. And it kind of has to be they have to, you know, do the full realization and she has to get to the point. I think she really has to like, you know, she has to take a major hit from Rhonda, in my opinion, is kind of mm-hmm. how I'd book it. She has to take a yeah. major hit from Rhonda to kind and of that- realize how, like, how kind of mortal she is. I think she really feels like she's and, a little and bit And that's immortal. the thing. Like, I feel like this is, this storyline is so unearned because Rhonda's never got a hit off on Becky ever. no. All Never. she does is all she does is one up her on Twitter in person on the mic physically months ago. She won up to her. I'm like this. I, I don't get this storyline because it just it's not. But it's it's like it's trending towards hokey and stupid because it's like, OK, just go to the go to the doctor. It could be something as small as literally like just a a, a, a torn ligament that would take like a month and you'll, you'll be fine or something like right. that. Like they can say that in storyline, but also it's, we already know it's a work. So like, why are you trying to work us even more? Yeah. <laughs> you right. know, like this. And I also think that, you know, if we're going to cross cross circuits here, I think this is a way to get Charlotte into the match. Honestly, oh, yeah. I, I do believe Stephanie next week I, or maybe during Ric Flair's birthday celebration, Becky will interrupt it, which leads Steph to make the match between Becky and Charlotte uh, at the next pay-per-view elimination it, chamber no i'm it, it's it's it, the 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 rick flair birthday thing is going to happen the week after elimination chamber yeah, 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 yeah. so it's going to be a fast lane i don't There's think i don't think Beck, I, yeah fast lanes in march i don't think becky's going to be i don't think becky's going to compete at elimination chamber because of, of the suspension because okay. they, they have enough time where they could realistically have her not be on the show while they have to build up to the other the other matches on that card there's a whole fast lane pay-per-view in march yeah I don't think they've announced it yet, but they're, 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 uh, they've had advertisements showing Becky and Charlotte being mad. Cleveland, my yeah. God. Mm-hmm. I, I do. This is just there a bigger, it's a bigger play to have Charlotte beat her in March so that they can have the triple threat. Because if Rhonda is realistically taking time off, you have to have Rhonda and, and Charlotte kind of have their moment as well because they're not going to be able to have another one-on-one. Yeah, yeah. So it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, Charlotte's going to get into the match, no no doubt. Um, yeah, I mean, we're starting to see them heating kind of Ronda up. I mean, she really kicked, you know, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan's ass on Monday. Ronda is, Ronda is unraveling before yeah. our eyes. <laughs> she is unraveling on, on camera in front of our eyes. Like, the boos are really getting to her. In a, is it in a, clear in a way that she kind of writes her own promo? It's very clear. <laughs> it's very clear <laughs> how it much words she like stacks into it and like all this other stuff like she's talking like a nerd but um, I, I i it's really this 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 shit is really getting her in a way that like 
she's visibly shaken. Like when, mm-hmm. when they were booing her, when she was telling Sarah Logan to get in the ring and she's like cutting like this weird promo in the ring for like two minutes. And they're all looking at her like, how many people booed at me? I'm just like, well, you're Whoa. beating up two people. Like you're not even like, <laughs> like so you're sad. like you're supposed to be the good guy. And you're just like, it would have been great if she like jumped you from behind and then you get into the match or something. But like you called her to the ring and then you just beat her up. Like, right. There's no exactly. sympathy that. Absolutely no sympathy. Uh, I, I guess the program for Ronda coming out of this, uh, going into the next couple of weeks, will probably be the riots, or, or it's more specifically Ruby versus Ronda. I think that's the last person that she hasn't beaten the third time yeah. <laughs> coming into this. So uh, I guess that's cool. Um, what, what else? What other big things happened on this on this show this so week? Kurt Angle was trying to retire, um, and they, and they just let won't him. let him. Yeah. They just- <laughs> They just won't let him. <laughs> they just won't let him. Um, Kurt Angle came out. It looked like he was trying to retire. He was like, listen, I got beat by Baron last week. I got beat by Drew, you know, a couple months ago. Maybe it's time for me to hang it up. Um, and then both Baron and Drew was like, no, you're not going to hang it up. We still got to beat you a little bit more. And that presented a tag team match that was just... It, it it's there. something I felt like should have happened maybe like two months ago. It was there. It was there. It was there. I think it closed raw. I didn't even really watch. I didn't. Wa- I didn't watch it. I didn't really watch it. But it, I think it. I think it closed raw. Um, I don't remember who won. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> but um, I don't care who won. The big Braun Strowman was in the match, and uh, hey, uh, remember when Braun Strowman was the one? Yeah, he and Drew McIntyre was the one, and now they're trending towards a. But the Andre the Battle, uh, the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. It seems like at this point. Oh yeah, easily at this point. Have uh, fun with that. I'm cool with it because I was one of the first people saying Braun won it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had the debut of EC3 in the ring on Monday night. In a very, I enjoyed this. Is my probably my favorite segment of of Raw because I couldn't get behind the Becky stuff. Uh, it started off with a moment of bliss. Oh yeah. Uh, she apparently has the hots for EC3. I, are you liking this new kind of tweener, Alexa? Um, I think there's potential with it. Okay. I think if they keep her the same way she is and just let people cheer her by maybe putting her against Naya, but I think if they keep her as like this kind of jerky cheerleader princess type of deal, um, and they just let people cheer her against like Nia Jax who's wearing yeah. like gotta be the worst pants I've ever seen in my life um, <laughs> yeah, fashion meals <laughs> oh, the fashion Nova was not hitting you know Nia oh come my on. god um, but I, I'm, I'm with it it's a nice change of pace I'm kind of over the old Alexa so <laughs> let's try something new people are very upset that she is not in the elimination chamber and I'm like what what's wrong with cycling her out out of yeah. the title picture like she was in the title picture for 18 months straight yeah, I, i'm cool with it let her let her take a break let her do something fun let her have yeah. you know different and then and now that it, like you know ember's gone and stuff like that they need a face that could take that you know take that place and take the brunt of that like let it happen i'm cool yeah. with it let it happen but she has the hots for ec3 um a little bit until nia Jax came out and it was like what are you guys doing here in the segment I'm like, completely, I'm completely un, uh, unrealistic and uh, <laughs> unconvincing in my role as annoying person here. Uh, and then Dean comes out, cheers. Yeah, che- I mean, we're, we're, you can expect that. Dean's gonna get cheered. 
Dean cool. is on he's on his yeah. job world tour. That guy. He's on he is on, you know, when you got like you give your two week notice mm-hmm. and you're just like now you're hovering around coworkers' desk <laughs> and talking to them. And like your lunch is a little bit extra long. Cause it's like, whatever, I'm leaving. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> like that's how Dean Ambrose is kind of rolling around. He's like, listen, I got a couple months left. I'm gonna make the best out of it. Um and he really he kind of got under he, he kind of got the best on the mic of EC3, which is not really good for a debut. Because uh, he kind of you know joked his the name, DC one, EC two thing. It's like he got his soul right there. He got yeah. It's kind of like he's supposed to be this cool guy from NXT, and now he's kind of a you know a punching dork. But EC three defeats Dean Ambrose on Monday Night Raw with the um, with the the unpi- the unkickoutable jackknife pin. Listen, great, awesome, time tested. I'm pretty sure they're building to something with him not talking, uh, something huge, big. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm going to, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait and see. Maybe they hate the way he talks. Obviously, they see him as eye candy. I think that might be what it is. Okay, all right, I can see that. I, see I, that. I mean, he looks like a damn model out there, I, and I think that's what they see him as. And I think that they think he can get over without actually talking. He seemed to be kind of popular on Raw Monday, so. Mm. Um, there wasn't complete crickets when he was out there. So, I mean, no. I'd, I'd say that that's a, that's a, um, that's a win. But I think it was just cause people were just like, Oh, he's finally here. Wow. This is a thing. Okay. Well, he, he beat a former WWE champion. So that, that's dope for him. Uh, Zach Ryder misspelled, misspelled his own name. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they misspelled his name last week and now he's just in this rut of just like, whatever. Uh, we also uh, had, we also had uh, Sasha Banks uh, letting her homegirl go dolo against two people. That's the best that Bailey's looked in months. <laughs> the best is by far the best. She really nailed that entire match down herself against the, the Alicia Fox and what's her uh, Nikki Cross, Nikki a Cross. team never previously thought would be something I would kind of want to see, but I'm not mad at it. Um, I think I might be alone on that one, and I'm okay with team, that. They are, they are keeping her off. Remember, I said I thought she should be on Raw, yeah. but boy, oh boy, they—they they don't know keep, what they're doing with these people, man. They are keeping. No, I'm saying with Nikki, they are keeping her the fuck off of SmackDown, no matter what. Oh, yeah, <laughs> she she seems to be. She seems to have chosen Raw. It seems to me. Listen, as long as it, I mean, just don't put Lacey Evans on my SmackDown. I'll be honest. After after her little stunt today. Yeah, fuck that. The, I the don't blackface, yeah, the blackface yeah. shit. I, I could, I could go without Lacey Evans forever. Um, we got our first look in the ring Monday night. Leo Rush, Finn Balor. Let's I thought it was, I thought it was a really fun match. I think, I think Finn is a really, really fucking good babyface. Yeah, and I think he really when they've given him a chance to be this babyface that has to overcome. It succeeded, and I think he's way more somehow way more popular for it. Um, I I really love them. I really love that they let Leo Rush wrestle. Okay, yeah, like too. I've been asking for this for months. We saw what he could do, and I think he left an impression. And you know what else I love? And this is like the psychology stuff is that they had Finn be hurt, so it wouldn't be a total squash. Right. So it allowed Leo to get his shit off because this is obviously a two hundred five live guy and they think of them on a certain wavelength and they think of Finn on a certain wavelength or whatever. But I love that Leo got to 
to pull off a lot of his coolest moves. Yeah, it, it looks great. I mean, quite honestly, um, big props to Leo Rush for getting to wrestle on Monday nights. And, you know, big props for Finn Balor for continuing this feud with Bobby Lashley. I'm interested to see where it goes. Um, God, it's got to be Finn getting his first belt. Got to be. At Elimination well, Chamber, no less. not his first belt. His first Intercontinental title. Oh, his first Intercontinental title. Yeah, you're right. His, yeah, first, yeah. his first title in a long time. Yes, 100%. And then, of course, we had Jeff Jarrett. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't mind it. So here's the thing. If there was any other, if there was any old guy who's probably capable of doing it in the ring, it's Jeff Jarrett. It's <laughs> <laughs> not bad. He's not. He hasn't reached a point where it's like it's unbearable to watch him wrestle, um, because honestly, I think I don't know his entire career, but I think probably since his TNA days, I can't remember him having a major injury. No, it's just his style doesn't allow that. His style is just so it's so grounded and it's so safe. It's kind of like the Miz, actually, but like oh twenty my years old. Here we go. No, I'm not going to give Jeff Jarrett that much credit, um, <laughs> but. Jeff Jarrett versus Elias, it ends with, you know, the I forgot how it ended. I just know he tried to hit him with the guitar and it didn't really break. Yeah, uh, it didn't break. Uh, I think I don't think this feud's over either. No, I don't think so either. Oh god. Um so Jeff Jarrett, Elias, I think we have, we can look forward to that a little bit more. Um, the Boston Hug Connection qualified for the Women's Elimination Chamber. Um, Dana Brooke is trying to talk to Natalia. Like, Natalia has the, the new AirPod 2s, I guess. The AirPod, <laughs> man. Listen, those noise-canceling ones that don't exist, you know those the Fugazi ones. I don't think Natalia has the real ones. She got I, the Louis Vuitton joints. You know what? Actually, Natalia, she's pretty stylish, so she might have the, you know... <laughs> she 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 might have the real ones. She might have the real ones. Yeah, Tyson Tyson cop. Tyson cop. Yeah. She cop. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, sure. I think that was the biggest stuff on Raw this week. We can move on to that was everything on Raw actually. Everything that mattered. The revival won a number one contender match too. So, um, um, you know, we t- we touched- for, I I don't know if they're still on AEW watch, but they're there. Um, we touched on the Becky segment from SmackDown already, uh, and, and yes. what we thought about that. Uh, one thing I did want to mention: SmackDown, SmackDown didn't really deliver either. You know, SmackDown was eh, it was it yeah. was a show. I mean, we're gonna get a lot of these in the next couple yeah. weeks as as the card builds out. Um, I'm very interested in this WrestleMania card. I'm gonna be honest with you. This this is other than like Brock, there might not be like any part timers on this card. I don't think there will be, and I also don't know what the card is, which scares me because usually something will leak out to the dirt sheets. We'll get an idea. We get an inkling of kind of the direction they want to go in. Um, we don't know what Brian's doing. We don't know what Brian's <laughs> doing. AJ. Um, we don't know what, you know. Nakamura's doing. I mean, this is a guy that, I mean, you got to say his name, man. He was in, he was in a, a main event last year. Yeah. Yeah, I guess he was, wasn't he? Uh, we don't know what the what Finn's doing yet because I mean, yeah. this, for all intents and purposes, I don't think they're going to stretch this but this Lashley feud all the way to WrestleMania. I don't think that there's enough juice in it for that. No, especially with another pay per view in between this this yeah. fast lane pay per view that showed up. But um, tag it, titles, I don't know tag titles, or we, I don't think we're going to see Ray Andrade at WrestleMania, do we? Um, 
really interesting segment with him tonight. I mean, he just had a segment tonight. They've been the, the cornerstone of the actual in, in-ring stuff for the past couple of weeks on, on SmackDown, and they were nowhere to be found this week. But um, I, but again, if they're not in the chamber, then, you know, leave them off, um, which is cool. Which, I mean, I really feel like, and I think you would agree with me here, like, he beat Rey Mysterio twice. Shouldn't he be in line for a title shot of some, or some sort, right? Something, something, at least something. Um, I mean, who knows? We might get, you know, our truth is off also, Tuesday night, so we'll we can see where all this goes. Um, how did you feel about and we, we talked about Rusev earlier? How do you feel about this Rusev Nakamura allyship? I like it's 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 a compelling it's a compelling storyline for both for both men. Um, I like it because it's kind of organic. It is very organic. I, I was just about to say that, like even having Lana be the mouthpiece. For both of them and having both because remember uh it could mix a lot of different things remember when rusev didn't speak english yes. and then nakamura didn't speak english when he yes. first turned heel they could run that gimmick and have lana be the one that, that says what they're saying lana doesn't understand japanese she could learn it she's smart she's ravishing all right well i'd like I, I mean just there i i think they're i think that the tag titles are in their horizon i'll say that much oh a threat to the miz and mac I think that if listen, partly part of the reason why the Usos probably leaving is because they probably looked at the run sheet and was like, "Yo, we about to lose to this." To, to yeah. this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, it's a damn shame, but you know that's how business goes. Um, wow, wow, but yeah, I like I like their match with with the Good Brothers. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of juice behind this team. I want to see what else what else happens. Um, I also liked uh, Mustafa and Randy. Ooh, that was a good match. I think you know what it got a lot of time, and at some point during this, I was like, "This is about to end in like a stupid RKO finish, isn't it?" Not like stupid, like bad, like stupid, like this is about to be really crazy. And it was sweet. We got, we got it. We got it. They it yanked him off the top rope right into the RKO. Um, and only Ali can do. Ali does things that only Ali can do. Yeah, I mean, really, you don't really have people of those that size on the roster anymore um, who are able to do stunts like those. I mean, you have Brian, but he's not doing that. Um, I think Mustafa Ali is kind of he's kind of his own kind of deal on the roster. He kind of mm-hmm. occupies his own space, mm-hmm. um, being a cruiserweight, um, still possessing the sort of cruiserweight agility, but bringing it to the main roster and showcasing it in that way. And so, Randy, Randy made Mustafa look really good here too. I, I yeah. think they've done a great job of making Mustafa again, like the same thing, the same way I said, you know, uh, Finn had to be hurt to make Leo look legitimate. Right. They've made Mustafa on SmackDown look so really so good that he looks like he really belongs out there with those guys. And all it took was like a couple of wins and just being in there and just mixing it up with them. And he, he looked really good against Randy, who doesn't face a lot of like really small guys on the roster. So yeah. Um looked really good there. I mean, uh Samoa Joe was wreaking havoc on this episode as well. Just pulling just choking people out, punching people out. It was Samoa Joe's it's the it's the best he's looked in months. Man just really comes from the darkness and starts choking people. Um, <laughs> he just came through. He choked out Randy Orton. He came by later. Choked out Mustafa Ali. Came by later. Choked sure. out Daniel Bryan. Everybody like, was getting it. Everybody was getting it. No one was safe. No how'd one was feel, safe. How do you feel about the three way? Uh, the the three way tag match between the women uh, and the continuation of the Mandy Naomi feud. I mean, Mandy's gotten two up on her at this point. Uh, yeah, awesome. you know, I don't like Mandy's finisher. That's all I'll say about it. It's 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 Champa's finisher. It's 
Yeah, it's champion's finisher. It's also too much for her. Like, use the knee. The knee will. The knee works. Yeah, she can hit it out of anywhere. She can knock out anybody. I think it's going to be something that could become lethal. It's easy to do. Don't you don't need to do the the, the you know that type of finisher. I mean, you're strong. We get it, but you're. That's not the point with your character right now. Yeah, like you're kind of an asshole. Um, it's OD. It's OD. Uh, uh, I, I like that match though. I thought but it was not really as OD as Sonya Deville's finisher. I, I I remember that. That was that was something of hasn't done it since. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Has, or at least on TV, I haven't seen any of her live event matches. Um, did you did you peep AJ's little comment about uh, Jeff's drug problems? Yeah, it seems like everyone's coming in, and then Jeff's just like rolling his eyes. He's like, "Here it comes again, man." Here comes the drug shit. All right, the drug shit. Yeah, y'all whack. That's what I would say if I was Jeff Hardy. Maybe y'all are whack ones, and I'm lit. But that would not be a good representation for television on WWE, kids. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, not fun to make people. Is it? Is it good to make fun of people's previous drug? No, it's it's not good. I feel like it's a, it's becoming a little bit too much of a. It's becoming, it, it's it's becoming one of those things. It's kind of like now you're leaning too much on it, and it's becoming Jeff Hardy's persona when Jeff Hardy has done so much more, and he is so much more than that. He's an he's a charismatic enigma. It's an easy Something. shot. They yeah, could just call. They could call him old. I think that would be a better. Yeah, call him old. Call him wash. Say you ain't got it no more. I heard you only do Swanton bombs on regular shows now. You wash. That's what I hear. Just, just do something like that. I don't know. Um, they they remembered Oscar existed this week, so that's cool. I, I think they've gone back to making her a a, a a attraction, which I agree with. But we haven't seen her since she won the belt, <laughs> and that's concerning. I mean, what's her? What's her? I mean, have you have you kind of rethought how you felt about who the, who they're going to give her? For uh for the for Mania, no, I I really think it's gonna be Mandy. I have no idea. I, I really think it's gonna be Mandy. Um, I, really tell you. I I mean, here's my pie in the sky uh, idea: call up uh Kyrie and have that ha- have that match. Hmm. That'd be a great match. I mean, in a in a very women sent like here's my thing: I think all the women matches on WrestleMania this year are going to be like the best matches. That's my mm-hmm. that's my prediction. That's my hot take. But you know what? Who's ready for Oscar? Really? That's what I'm kind of on SmackDown. SmackDown nobody. You'd have to call somebody up, or mm-hmm. or or bring somebody over, or you would have to do some sort of like invitational kind of fatal four way, maybe fatal six way type of deal. I don't know. I don't think that they can have another pay per view go on without Oscar being on it. I'll say that much. I mean, she was on Royal Rumble, so she kind of she's doing her job. It's just you know, it's. I don't know if she'll be on Elimination Chamber. It doesn't look that way. It doesn't, doesn't look like she will be. But, uh, how long How long are they expecting these matches to go? There's two advertised. These matches usually go around 30 to 35 minutes, 40 minutes. Nah, it's at least, yeah. It's at least 25 minutes, I'll tell you that, which is, or at least 20 minutes. No, at least 25. It's at least 25 minutes, so. And the, and the, final, the final two or final teams, whatever, will have the longest match. There's nothing really, like, how are we going to do a prediction show? Like, we literally have no matches in <laughs> I don't know what we're gonna what we're gonna predict. Well, I'm sure they'll announce some stuff over the week and um, that we Who can knows? look forward to. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows right? Who I, knows? I am very interested in seeing what like I like. 
Does Oscar go to the pre-show? Well, no, they do have they do have matches announced. Other than the what we know is the elimination chambers, we have Miz and Shane McMahon versus the Usos, um, yes. and we have Buddy Murphy. We have Buddy Murphy and Akira Tozawa. Yeah, there we go, Buddy Akira Tozawa back in the mix. So yeah, that's pretty much all we all we got right now. Yeah. But, but uh, that that was that was SmackDown, no? Yeah, that was SmackDown. Um, oh, oh, I mean, we had the Jeff Hardy Daniel Bryan match, which I thought was just a it was a TV match to me. Yeah, I didn't. It was I just didn't a think. TV match. Uh, but yeah, that that was it for for the week. We had a bigger AEW watch than we had anything happen on any of the shows this week. Listen, also on NXT, I, I want to give you a little NXT action. Just a little. I haven't seen it. Eric Bugenhagen. You, you dig him? You dig him? I dig it. I dig it. I, I I respect it. He came back. I, I mean, they have a clip uh, that's just you know exclusive to the internet. He, he looks like he looks like a fan favorite. He looks, like- it, it, he looks to be in the vein of an Adam Rose, and these are f- completely full cell acts. He will have a couple of good TV matches, and they will call him up, and he will be where no way, no way, Jose, no way, Jose. Yeah, that's what I see. A no way, Jose. Yeah, huh. I heard that Matt Riddle got off to this episode, so I can't wait to watch. I can't uh, wait. To, you know, I, I didn't get to watch the full thing. I was up to the Eric Bugenhagen thing, um, but yes. Matt Riddle, Drew Gulak was invited to NXT this week, so can't wait, can't wait to see that. And we also got you know the the the, the horsewoman in action as well. So you know, stay tuned. And also, by the way, we have to we have to give props to Velveteen Dream for winning the Worlds Collide. Oh yes, yes. I shit, I almost forgot about that tournament, and I rated almost everything on it. I had a blast watching I'll be honest, I didn't watch the entire thing. That's fine. That's fine. You really only needed to watch the Saturday show. Okay. The Saturday show is really, really good with uh, but they they I mean, just the matchups that they had on this show um were were really, really freaking incredible to me. I I thought that like Dream and Tony Nice was a really great match between two wrestlers that I really enjoy and the two styles that were completely different. And I think that was what was great about this show, was it was style clashes. Um you know, you had Gulak versus uh, shit. There were you had Gulak in and and one of the matches. So I, I got to bring up my scores. I'm sorry. No, I'm not gonna do it. it Gulak was great. Yeah. I think I think the tournament. I think the tournament for and and I and I did I did write this down. The tournament was good for Tyler Bate, Drew Gulak, Velveteen Dream, and Keith Lee. Keith Lee. I think that those four got the most out of that tournament in that way, in that Keith Lee got to show his new offense and his new style as the the big man that he should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Tyler Bate was given or a lot of juice this, this time to you know he's he's basically been a non factor in my opinion and right. for for about since a year losing the, since losing the belt. I mean he's had great tag team matches, but in terms of single wise, since losing yeah. the UK Championship, he's been a non factor. Right. Uh, Gulak was allowed to really go off and, and go into like his evolve style and, and, and really like pop off. You know, I, I really thought that was uh, it was a, it was a good showing for him. And uh, I said Velveteen, right? It was, it was the fourth one. Yes. Velveteen looked like a star every time he walked out. And he also worked with different styles as well. Um, a, a variety of different styles, like powerhouse guys, small guys. And in and, and the catches catch can Tyler Bates style. I thought dream versus bait in the finals was spec fucking tacular. I really love that match. I thought that um, the dream selling was on point, And I thought that Tyler bait turning it up and actually going a little bit, a little bit more ruthless than he usually does really made for a better, um, a better match and, and a better, 
you know, different character that we've never seen from him before. I, I would highly recommend that tournament from start to finish, honestly. Right. Um, Velveteen Dream was the winner, and he chose to go after Johnny Gargano's freshly new North American Championship. So I don't know what he's smoking, but yeah, go ahead, man. You know, do your thing. Do your thing. Uh, yeah, so that was the week in WWE. Uh, once again, thank you for listening to the A Show. Uh, we have a lineup of different shows for you this week. We have RSPN with um, Mark and Jeff talking about the latest trade happenings uh, that are that are happening. I mean, they're literally happening, but, but as we talk right now, before the trade uh, deadline ends, uh, we had a new episode of the Cable Box with Kafifi that dropped on the latest episode of True Detective season three. We have a new episode of Late Fees, our Valentine's Day episode with Erica Ramirez from Illy herself on the episode with us this week. We're talking about love and basketball and Five Hundred Days of Summer. It is, it is one of the best episodes we've done on that show. I'll say Fantastic. That yes, uh, nice we start. also. We also have new playlists dropping on Friday as well as uh, or, or new updates to our playlist as well as a new episode of the Perfect Play podcast with Huey. Uh, and we also have two belts this weekend as well. Yes, right, we Mills? do. Yes, we do. Two belts is coming this weekend. Three more episodes left after this. So the yeah. countdown. Yeah, it's going to be a very interesting episode this week. Um, I think everyone will get a kick out of it. Um, I think Carlos is very excited. I'm very excited you'll see where this goes and you you'll be intrigued i'm sure awesome uh, I, I can't wait to hear it <laughs> um let's see what else do we got here no no five stars this week but if you love us on itunes please give us continue to rate us and if you want to get a shout out on the pot on the podcast this week let's use the term uh what term should we use this week what term should we use this week uh what have we talked about this week What's a good term? Uh, bad knee. Bad knee? Yes. Bad knee. Bad knee. You sure? Bad knee. Bad knee. What's wrong with bad knee? Bad knee. Bad knee. That, we bad talked knee. at length about bad knee. Bad knee. Bad, bad knee. Put that as your subject line. Leave us a review, five-star review on iTunes, and we'll give you a shout-out on the A-Show. Yeah. Talk so, about it. Bad so knee. T- so turn that up. Uh, and once again, thank you to everyone that has listened to the A Show this week. Uh, we will be back with you next week with our predictions of what else is to come on Elimination Chamber, uh, which will be airing next Sunday. And uh, until then, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Same time on the A Show. Happy Rusev Day. How long are you going to be able to say that? If he leaves. Don't do this to me right now. That's all I got. I'll be honest with you. All right. All right. All right. Happy Rusev Day, everybody. Happy Rusev Day.